This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Shalom Aleichem, welcome everyone. How's everyone doing? We continue in Mesechta Yevamais. We're in the Mishnah on Yud Gimel. We uh, read the beginning of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said there are six arayos more chamer than the 15 mentioned in the first Mishnah in that they can never marry your brother from the father and therefore, since they're only marrying a stranger, Ditsara will be mutter. Now the Mishnah continues. Beishamai matir not tsaris. Beishamai bechlal matir tsaris. In the world of Beishamai, there's no such thing as tsaras erva. Laachim to the brothers. In other words, according to Beishamai, a brother can marry tsaras erva. Ubeishilal oisrim. Beishilal aser tsaras erva. Chotzu if you do chalitza. Beishamai poislin min hakuhuna. Now this is very interesting, because uh, we, ju- we just learned, according to Beishamai, there's no such thing as the Tzara Sarva. So the Tzara Sarva, according to Beishamai, is Zakuk Li'ibam, according to Beis Hillel. It's uh, not Zakuk Li'ibam. So let's say you do Chalitza to a Tzara Sarva. So Beishamai says, that woman is Pasal Kahuna. It's a valid Chalitza. Now we know that, that a woman who's a chalutza is midrabanon pasal to a kayin, because chalitza is something like a get. It's something that uh, um, something that breaks and annuls a, a, a bond to a husband. So therefore, according to Beishamai, this is a full-fledged chalitza, and therefore the woman, the tzarasarva is pasal l'kuhuna u And says, look, this woman never fell to yibam. So she had no zika, so therefore the chalitza is uh, not valid, is not accomplishing anything. Ubeis Hillel Machshir, Ubeis Hillel is Machshir. Nisiyabmu. However, if you do Yivum to Eid Saras Erva, so according to Beishamai, it's a great Shidduch. According to Beishamai, you know, this solves the Shidduch crisis. You need a Shidduch, marry Eid Saras Erva. So Nisiyabmu Beishamai Machshir, Nubeishilo Poislin. Now listen carefully. Beishilo Apostles, what does it mean Beishilo Apostles? Obviously, you're now to marry the Tsaras Erva in the world of Beishilo. She's an Eishasach, Shaloi B'Maka Mitzvah, it's a Kares. And certainly, if they're children from that union, it's going to be produced what? Mamzerim. The Shaila is what about the woman herself? So even though marrying the woman is a Chi of Kares, nevertheless, even though marrying the woman is a chi of kares, uh, it's not going to apostle the woman. However, it may render her a zaina. What does that mean? Rashi says, Basila Paislim, Shenivalula Isser. Fourth line, she had relations with a man who she's also to. The Hanivala Apostola, one who has relations to someone who she's puzzled to, Asa Zoina. Ah, oh, so now we're learning a new halacha that if someone has relations with someone that they're now to have relations with, the woman becomes a Zoina. And now the Zoina is Asr Lukuhuna, the Azoina Asura Lukuhuna, the Zoina cannot marry a Kain. Herstamaisa over here, that means according to Rashi, the way Rashi understands Beis Hillel, and that is, since this woman was not allowed to marry the Tsaras Erva, so she's rendered a Zoina, and now if, let's say, her uh, husband dies, again, she did Yibam to the Tsaras Erva, 
So if that Yavam, who's not really Yavam, dies, she would be also to marry a Kayin. Now what about Latruma? That's a big Shaila. That's a Shaila whether she's also for Tatruma or not. Meaning, is it she's just a Zoyna, but she's Mutter Latruma? Or is she Aser for Truma? Rashi doesn't say she's Aser for Truma. Presumably, she's Mutter for Truma. Okay. Now, here's the, here's the problem now. Now, this could really cause strife and rift between Beishame and Beishelo people. Because, let's say it's Saras Erva, is a woman who, according to Beishama, is mutter, according to Beishelo. She's Aser, according to Beishama, if you do a chalitza to her, she's kasher l'kuhuna. According to Beishamai, uh, according to Beisham, if you do chalitza to her, to her she's pasol l'kuhuna. So you have these women uh, in Klal Yisrael, who Beishelo might say, she's, she can marry a coin. Beishamai would say, she can't marry a coin. You have a tsaras erva, that Beishamai would say, you could marry her. Beishelo would say, you can't marry her. And it gets very confusing. So the Mishnah says, Afal pi she'elu matirin, even though these consider some women aser and some women mutter, elu some say this woman is pasal to kuhuna, some say she's kosher. Le'nimnu would not refrain from marrying Beishelo woman, Aye, but maybe this uh, woman is a mamzer because maybe her mother was a tsaras erva. So how could Beis Hillel marry this woman? Maybe her mother was a tsaras erva. Or Beishamai, how could a Kayin marry this woman? Maybe Chalitza was done to her as a tsaras erva. The answer is there was a lot of transparency. They would write on the Shidduch resume exactly everything that happened. So in other words, they would write less than people write today, but it was more uh, useful information, right? In other words, n- nobody needs to know the telephone number of the second cousin of the roommate where you stayed in Eretz Yisrael in the second year. But we did need to know whether your mother was a Tsaras Erva or not. So that was put on the resume, and there was a lot of uh, transparency, and therefore, Beishamah and Beishel, they were able to get along. Why, why did... What does the Mishnah have to say that Lay Nimnu Beishelo Mi Beishamai? Or the other way around. Meaning Beishelo is the one who's being Machmer. So why would Beishamai need to be Nimnu Beishelo? Who's being Machmer? Beishelo. So Beishelo is the one that's Machmer. So we know that for sure they don't have any Mamzer. No, but um, even Beishamai is Machmer in some cases. Because according to Beishamai, if you do Chalitza to Tsaras Arva, it's a. Uh, it's a valid chalitza, and then you can't marry a koyen. So, in that respect, Beishamah is more machmer. Beishillel, right? So there are scenarios that Beishamah is more machmer. Meaning, the truth is, the bigger problem, you're right, is Beishillel people marrying into Beishamah. Rashi says, even though the B'nai Tzara that the Yibam according to Beishamai are Mamzerim, because it was Israel Shasach. So in the world of Beis Hillel, they're Mamzerim. So like you pointed out, the bigger problem is for Beis Hillel to marry into Beishamai. So that's the main uh, emphasis of the Mishmah, but it goes the other way uh, around as well uh, regarding Kuhuna. 
says the Mishnah, Kol HaTarois V'atmeyoy Shehoyu Elam HaTiharin Be'elam HaTamin. Similarly, there were issues of Tumah V'tara, that Beishamay would say Tahar, and Beisil would say Tameh, or vice versa. And nevertheless, they would lend out their Kalim to each other, even though maybe Beishil would say that what Beishamay is doing is Tameh, or vice versa, because they would be careful if they're borrowing Kalim, only to use it within the parameters of the restrictions of the owner. In other words, uh, they, re- they were very respectful for the uh, restrictions of the other party. Okay, here we go. Says the Holy Gemara, Amar of Shimon ben Pazi. Rav Shimon ben Pazi says, My time at the Beishamai. What is the reason of Beishamai? Doesn't Beishamai darshan litzrar ta'asar tsarois? Why does Beishamai say that its sorrow is mutter? Says the Gemara, you know why Beishamai says its sorrow is mutter? Literally, the wife of the deceased cannot go outside to a stranger. So literally, you know what this Pasuk is saying in one word? There's something called Zika. Nothing to do with the virus. Everyone's very nervous. Everyone's thinking about different viruses. Forget about, their, forget about all the virus. Zika means a bond, right? So... Um, the re- Pashib Shat, the Pasuk is saying that if a woman's husband dies without children, she can't just go marry a stranger, she's zakuk to the Yavam. However, Beishamai Darshan's chutzah, the wife of the deceased, who's outside, meaning he's learning it outside, she's not related to the Yavam, so she cannot go and marry a stranger because she's unrelated to the Yavam. Meklal panimis. if there's an outside woman not related to the Yavam, that means there's an inside woman who is related to the Yavam, she's an erva to the Yavam, and she could go marry because she's not zakuk. But the chutza is zakuk. I, why is she zakuk? Why doesn't the erva pater her? It must be erva doesn't pater at Sarah. Meaning the Pasuk is learning there are two women here. There's the chutzah, the woman who's not related to the Yavim. There's the pnimis, who is related to the Yavim. And even though, let's say, the pnimis is the daughter of the Yavim, the chutzah cannot go and marry because she's a tzara serva, but instead she's zakuk for Yibam. This is uh, the makar that Bishamai darshins, that an erva does not pater her tzara. Meklal de'ika pnimis. From here we see there is an inner woman. Vamarachmana, the merciful one, said, Loisia, she cannot go and marry. In other words, she's zakuk li'ibam. Ayu Beis Hillel. What does Beis Hillel do with this Pasuk? Doesn't this Pasuk imply that the woman who is the chutzah is still zakuk? Why doesn't the ever to her? Beis Hillel needs this Pasuk of chutzah for the drasha of Rabbi Yehuda Amarav. The Amar Rabbi Yehuda Amarav. Minayin she'ein kedushin toifsin biyavama. How do I know that kedushin is not toifes? To a Yavama. What does this mean? Let's say you have a woman married to a guy and he dies without children. And now she uh, wants to get married. So we would say, oh, she's not to get married, she's Zakuk Leibam. So uh, now, what if she does get married? 
is a Kedushan Chal. We would have thought, why would the Kedushan not be Chal? It's only a love for her not to marry before she does even more Chalitza. But Chayve Lavin, Kedushan is Teufis to Chayve Lavin. So you would have thought that a Yavama, if she got married to someone else, the Kedushan is Chal. How do I know Kedushin is not Tavis Yavama? Shinemar Loisia, Eishas Hamez Hachutzal Ishzar. Loisia, there cannot be marriage. Eishas Hamez, the wife of the dead one. Hachutza, to the outside, meaning the woman who is not related to Ishzar. Loisia Bahavaya Lazar. She cannot have kedushin is not toifish to azar. So Beis Hillel learns from chutza not to say tsaras erva is mutter, but rather he learns from chutza that kedushin is not toifish to a yavama. I Beis Hillel, how could Beis Hillel learn out that tsaras erva is mutter? Don't we need the pasuk of chutza? To teach me that Kedushin is not Teufis to Yivama. So it says, Beisham emiksiv lechutz. It doesn't say, Loisia eishas hametz lechutz. That this woman ha- cannot have Kedushin by marrying outside. It says, Chutza, the outside one. That indicates we're dealing with a Tsaras erva. Chutza, the outside one. If it meant that she can't go marry, get married, it would say, Lechutz. Chutza implies we're talking about an outside one as opposed to an inside one, and we're talking about a tsaras erva. Because if it was as Beis Hillel says, it would have said lechutz. So Beis Hillel says, don't you know the oldest rule uh, um, in the in the books? The oldest rule in the books is chutza means lechutz because in lashay nakoidash, in the holy tongue, a hey at the end of the word is like a lamid in the beginning of the word. Since it says chutzah, it's as if it says to the outside. The Tanya we learned in a brayza, Reb Nechemya Oimer, called Teva Shetzricha Lamed Betchilas. Any word that needs a lamed in the beginning, Hitela Akas of Hey Besoy for the Torah puts a Hey in the end. The Tana Debe Rabbi Shmuel, and it was learned in the Academy of Rabbi Shmuel, Kegoin Elim. Elima, Elim is the name of the city. Elima is two Elim. Machanoim, the city Machanoim, Machanoima, Mitzrayim, Mitzrayma, Tivlasoima, Yerushalayma, Midbara. So whenever a word requires a lamin in the beginning, you, you could substitute a hey at the end. So Basilo would say, that don't ask on me, that chutzah implies we're talking about the outside woman, and we're talking about a tzaras erva. No, chutzah means lechutz to the outside. That a yavama, you cannot be toifes kedushin to yavama. So now the question is, according to Beishamai, that chutzah is telling me a tzaras erva is mutter. How do they know? That a kedushin is not toifes to yavama. Obey Shammai, the Rav Yehuda Amarav minalahu. He learns it from Leishzar. It's the words Leishzar alone imply that 
she cannot go out, there's no Havaya to an Ishzar. The words Ishzar, Laisia, Eishah Samez HaChutzah, Leishzar, Loisia, Leishzar. So Kedushin is not tough, it's Tiyavama. HaChutzah is therefore freed up to be referring to a Tsaras Erva. So now the question is, why can't Beis Hillel learn out from Ishzar? Why does he have to learn out from HaChutzah? So says the Gemara, okay, you got me. Why can't Beis Hillel learn out Kedushin is not Toyface? To Yavama from Ezzar, in a chenami, he can learn it, he does. So now the question is, what does he do with chutzah? Shouldn't it tell me it's Saras Erva is mutter, that don't, the, the outside woman who's not related is still zakuk for Yibam? So Beisol says, no, chutzah is not to say that Saras Erva is mutter, but chutzah is to tell me something else entirely. Lechabuis ho'arusa. That even if a woman merely has erosin and then the husband dies without children, she still is not, uh, cannot marry Lashuk, but she's Zakuk Liyibam. In other words, according to Beis Hillel, Ish Zar says Kedushin is not Tevis to Yavama. Chutza tells me even an outside woman. What does it mean she's outside? That means she's not so inside. Why is she not so inside? Because she never had Nesuin. She only had Erosin. Even this woman is Zakuk Libam. So where does Beis Shammai learn this from? Because he learns from Ishzar. You can't do Kedushin to a Yavama. Kedushin is not to a Yavama. Hachutza tells me Tzaras Erva is Aser. How does Beis Shammai know that a woman from Erosin is Zakuk Libam? I have an extra hey. So you ready for this? From Ishzar I learn out, according to Beishamai, Kedushin is not Tevis to Yavama. From Chutza I learn out, Saras Erva's Mutter. From Hachutza I learn out that an Arusa is Zakak And what about Beis Hillel? Beis Hillel, Hachutza, Veidah Chutza, Hachutza, Leimashma, Lehu. Beis Hillel says, don't, don't make anything out of hachutza. That's the normal way the Torah speaks. So I only have two freed up sukkim. One to teach me hachutza, that Kedushin is not toifes. Um, excuse me, Le'ish Zar teaches me Kedushin is not toifes to Yavama. And hachutza is to teach me that in Arusa is zakok so we have the first reasoning of Beishamai of Rab Shimon ben Pazi, and that is Beishamai Darshins Lysia Eishah Sameis Hachutza Leishzar, that if you have a tsara of an erva, she is mutaras. She cannot marry Lashuk. She is zakok liyibam. So now we come to a most amazing uh, explanation for Beishamai. Everyone ready for this? Yeah, okay, good. Here we go. Rava Omar. Rava says, Tamayu de Beishamai. The rationale of Beishamai is the Ein Isser Chalal Isser. One Isser ain't Chal on another Isser.
means like this. Reuven married a woman. We'll call her Rachel. Rachel is now Isha's Ach to Shemayin. Shemayin then marries Leah. Now, Rachel to Shemayin is Isha's Ach and potentially Achis Isha. However, there's a rule in Shas, Ein Isser Chalal Isser. So the Isser of Achis Isha doesn't, is not Chalan on Rachel. Rachel is not the sister of Shimon's wife. Huh? How's that possible? But, but Shimon is married to Leah, so isn't Rachel Achis Ishtai? No. Because since Rachel was first Eishas Ach to Shimon, since Rachel was Eishas Ach to Shimon, she then does not also become Aser Alts Achis Isha. when she falls with her Tzara, it's not a tzara, it's achis isha. It's a tzara, and eishas ach can aser a tzara. I mean, when a, when a brother dies without children and his two wives fall, the, the second wife is not a tzara, eishas ach. But she's a tzara, achis isha. No, she's not. The yisar of achis isha is not chal. Now, the Gemara says that's very nice if first Ruvain marries and then Shimon marries. So first comes Eishasach and then comes Achosisha. But what if Shimon first marries Leah? So now Rachel is Eishasach, is, excuse me, Achosisha. And then Ruvain marries Rachel. So first came the Achosisha and then came the Eishasach. So then you would say the Eishasach is Nachal. So fine, the Eishasach is Nachal, but... The other wife is a Tzara Sarva of Achis Ishtoi. says, This is all and good if the deceased brother marries and first comes Eishasach V'yachakach Nasechai and then the living brother marries his sister. So the Yisra of Achis Isha does not come and is Nachal on the Eishasach. But if, let's say, you married, if, the, let's say, the living brother married first, let's say Shimon first married Leah, and then the dead brother got married, comes first. So in that case, it should be a a meaning this lum, this only works if the deceased brother marries first, so first comes Eishasach, and then comes Achesisha. But if Achesisha comes first, so then the Eishasach is not Chal, but it's still a, when Ruvain dies, and let's say, Rachel and Shprinza is falling to Shemayin. So in that case, Rachel is Achesishtai, and Shprinza is Tzaras Achesishtai. So the Gemara says a whopper of a chiddush. In this case, the eishes ach is not chal, and if the eishes ach is not chal, it's like this woman is not falling in ibum, because she's not his brother's wife. This woman Rachel was not married to Shimon's brother. What do you mean? He he, he was married to Shimon's brother. They have a marriage license. 
They had a chasana. Shweki even sang in Meshkochich at the chasana. What better raya could you have? Nevertheless, she, she's not married. This, in Lamdus, it's like Rachel was not married to Ruvain. Because since it did not produce an Israel Shasach, so it's like Rachel is not falling in Yibam, and the Tzara of Rachel is not a Tzara's Erva, but Makam Yibam. This, maybe we'll discuss this if there's an Ian share. He says, um, Kivan says Gemara, Doloy Asi Israel Shasach. Since the Yisra Eishach has not come, the Chayel al Yisra Achasisha, and to be Chal on the Yisra Achasisha, have you lot Tsaras Erva, then it's like you're the Tsara of an Achasisha. Yeah, you're the Tsara of an Achasisha, but not the Makam Yibum. Because this woman who is an Erva is not falling to Yibum because she wasn't Eishasach. Shaloi b'makam Mitzvah, Visharia. That's wild, right? In other words, I understand how if the Achis Isha came second, the Isra Erva is not Chal. But here, the Eishas Ach um, first came the marriage of the living brother. So this woman was ushered to him because it was his wife's sister. And then she married his brother. So let's say the Isra Eishas Ach is not Chal. But so what the Yisra Eishasach is Nachal, she was married to his brother, and now she's falling to Yibam, but since the Yisra is Nachal, it's like an erva falling, Shaloi b'makai mitzvah. She's not going to ask her the tzara. Okay, we move on. Says the Gemara, Chaltzu, if you do chalitza to a tzara's erva, Beishamai poislim. Says the Gemara, of course according to Beishamai, She's going to be possible kahuna, and according to Beis Hillel, she's mutter. According to Beis Shammai, she, there's a zika to her. She's, she falls in Yibam, so the chalitza is a valid chalitza, and according to Beis Hillel, she doesn't fall to Yibam. Says the Gemara, you're right. La'afuke d'Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Nuri. This is coming to exclude the sheet of Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Nuri because Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Nuri has sort of a, a compromise. Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Nuri says like this, Tzara Sarva. According to Beis Shammai, you should do Yibam to them. According to Beis Hillel, you don't even need to do Chalitza. Let's make a compromise and make everyone happy. Let both Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel say you do Chalitza. According to Beis Hillel, according to Beis Shammai, that's fine, because really you could even do Yibam, but at least Chalitza gets off the Zika. And according to Beis Hillel, you're right, you don't need Chalitza, but uh, in deference to Beis Shammai that there's a Zika, do a Chalitza. So that was the suggestion of Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Nuri to take care of everyone. But according to Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Nuri, in the world of Beis Hillel, if you're requiring Chalitza Midrabanon, this woman will be Pasal Kahuna. So La'afuke Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Nuri, that in the world of Beis Hillel, the Chalitza does accomplish, Kamash Malan, that Beis Hillel says that the woman is still kosher l'kuhuna. Meaning, La'afukid Rabbi Yochim Ben-Nuri, the Amar, Rabbi Yochim Ben-Nuri said, Bo'yu nasakin lehem l'tzarois, let's enact for the tzarois, she yuchol tzarois, v'loi mesiyab mois to do Chalitza na'yibam, so the Chiddush is the Beis Hillel Machshirim. That Beis Hillel says that this is not a kosher chalitza at all. It's worthless and therefore she is kosher lukuhuna. 
Now, the question is, why do I need to know, according to Beis Hillel, if you do Yibam to the Tzara, she's going to be Pasol, Lekuhuna, and according to Beis Shammai, she'll be Kasher. Obviously, according to Beis Hillel, she's an Eishasach. According to Beis Shammai, she's not. Says the Gemara, Hasulamali, Aidi, the Tana, Chaltsu, once the Mishnah taught the ramifications of Chalitza, Meisham Veisilel, it taught the ramifications of Yibam as well. Now we come to a very interesting sugya, because I'm sure you're wondering, I could tell by the look on your faces, you're wondering, why are we learning Yivamas now? This week is Parshas Re'eh. So we should learn something relevant to Parshas Re'eh. And Yibam maybe is for Parshas Kiseitze, but we should learn uh, something about Parshas Re'eh, like... Banim Atem Lashem Lekechem, learn all about Rav Meir. I happen to like Rav Meir, I don't know if you know that. But, uh, why are we not learning anything about Parsha? Hey, so the answer is, of course we are. That's why the end of the sugya, obviously, is on this week's Parsha. There's a Pasuk in this week's Parsha. Yes, Banim Atem Lashem Lekechem, Loi Sisgoidudu. And now we're going to Darshan, the Pasuk Loi Sisgoidudu, which means, Al Tasu Agudois Agudois. Don't make different groups and practices in the Jewish people, because it's going to look like you have two Torahs. So we're going to ask, there, there seem to be uh, times throughout Shas and Mishnah, where Chazal legislate different strokes for different folks, and it seems to be a violation of Leisus Goydudu. One of them is as follows. Tanan Hasam. We know the Mishnah Megillah begins, the Megillah can be read. Obviously the 15th is for walled cities, the 14th is for open cities. But we know villagers advance the reading of the Megillah to the earlier Monday or Thursday. So namely, if let's say Purim comes out on a Friday or a Tuesday, the villagers will advance to Thursday or Monday on the 13th. And if Purim comes out on a Tuesday, the villagers, excuse me, if Purim comes out on a Wednesday, the villagers will advance the reading of the Megillah two days. Namely, they'll advance the reading of the Megillah to the earlier Monday, the 13th. And if Purim comes out on a Sunday, then the villagers will advance three days earlier to the 11th. But friends, doesn't that look like they're two tyrus? Some Jews lay the Megillah on this day, some lay it on that day. What happened to Leisus Goydidu? Tanan Hasa Megillah Nekres Achadas Rishim Asur Rishlosh Asur Rabba Asur Chamish Asoli Pazla Yoiser. Amar Le Rishlosh Rabbi Yochanan. Rishlosh is said to Rabbi Yochanan, Ikri Khan, why don't you read over here Leisus Goydidu? Do not make divisions Leisasu Agudos Agudos. Do not make different groups on the Jewish people. So how can you have? Some people laying the Megillah on the 11th, some on the 12th, some on the 13th. Says the Gemara, no! We don't learn out Leisus Goydudu. Don't do Agudas Agudas. Ha Leisus Goydudu, From Leisus Goydudu, I learn out what the words mean. And that is that one may not gash themselves over a mace. And mourn excessively. One is now to cut their skin for a dead body. But there's no Pasuk that says you can't make Agudas Agudas. Why not? I do my thing, you do your thing. I shake my lulav this way, you shake it that way. I follow this custom, you follow that custom. Says the Gemara, no. Hi, Lois is going to All right. Says the Gemara, no. If 
the Pasuk was just saying, don't cut yourself, it would say, loy tigoy didu, one tough. My sisgoidu, shmamina lahachiudasa, sisgoidu adds, and also don't make agudas agudas. Sigmar says, well, once loy sisgoidu means don't make agudas agudas, maybe you're allowed to gas yourself. Maybe loy sisgoidu just means don't make groups, and we don't know that you're now to cut yourself. No, then it would say loy sisgoidu. That's how I read the Gemara. Then it would say two tufts and one dalid. I hope that's how they changed the girsa, because that's for sure how I read it, like 15 years ago. Baruch Hashem. I don't know if it's good that I still think the way I did in Yeshiva, but uh, maybe I'm... Okay, it is what it is. But then the Gemara says, in other words, it should say, the extra tuft tells me don't make agudas agudas. So it says, well, maybe that's all it teaches me. Then it should say, Loisis goidu. Why? What's Loisis goididu? That's don't gash yourself, don't make a, a cut. My Loisis goididu, Shmami no Tarti. So Rishlakish asks Rabbi Yochanan, what about Loisus Goydidu? Meaning, how could you lay in the Megillah on different days? So Rabbi Yochanan says, what's the problem? Rabbi Yochanan says, what's the problem? You're allowed to have different customs. We know there are places that if the Minog is to do work on Arab Pesach, you do work. Tilchatzois. Place the minute is not to do work, you don't do work. So you see that loisus uh, going to do is not so strict that you're allowed to have different fo- different strokes for different folks. As we see, Arab, the custom of working Arab Pesach after chatzos. Ah, says the Gemara, Amale. So Reish Lakish says back to Rabbi Yochanan, Wait a second. I'm talking about Isser. When I say you're now to have different strokes for different folks, I'm talking about things that are mutter va'asr. The Amar Rav Shemen Bar Abba, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rav Shemen Bar Abba said the name of Rabbi Yochanan, L'kayim esimea Purim bizmanehem, to fulfill the days of Purim in their times, zmanim harbe. Many times the rabbis enacted. In other words, says Reish Lakish, I'm asking a very important question here. I, yes, I, there is a rule of loisus going to do, and you cannot disprove it from Arab Pesach after Chatzos, because there it's a matter of custom. And you're allowed to have some people following one custom and others following a different custom. However, I'm talking about laning the Megillah, and laning the Megillah is serious business. It's Isser Vahetar. Either it's the 14th or the 15th. It's not a matter of custom, it's a matter of permitted and disallowed. Zmanim harbe tiknulem chachamim. Va'ad amrali minhaga. And you, Rabbi Yochanan, you're saying back a minog, somehow a minog demonstrates that you could, just because you could accustom yourself in different customs in different areas, that doesn't mean you could have different halachas in different areas. 
Says the Gemara, wait a second. Even Erev Pesach, it's not just a matter of custom, it's a matter of halacha. Vahasam lav isurahavya. There, Erev Pesach is also a matter of isurahater. Vatam, we learned in the Mishnah, Beisham Balayla, the night before, Beishamai oisrim, Beishel matirin. Beishamai doesn't allow you to do work, Beishel allows you. But that implies during the day, everyone says you're not allowed to. Says Rashi, and some do like Beis Hillel, and some do like Beis Shammai. That's how Rashi learns. In other words, the night of Pesach, some say there's an Isser Malacha, and some say there's a Heter Malacha, and this is a matter of Isser Heter, and people are doing different things. So says Rev Reish Lakish, back to Rabbi Yochanan, no. Just because there you could accustom yourself in different things, that's because it's not noticeable that people are conducting themselves differently because somebody who sees someone not doing work will just say, the guy is taking it easy. There, if someone's not doing work, people might say he just doesn't have what to do now. But when it comes to Megillah, where if somebody lanes on the 14th and some lanes on the 15th, that's a clear violation of loy siskoi didu. And this is where we will hold and we will continue Bezos Hashem next Monday. And uh, this is a loaded Amud. So, Chazak uh, Ve'amatz. Thanks everyone for coming. And have a great evening. Anyone has any Shailas? Any Chedushim? Ashkenaz is far, so how does that work? You know, with the... Well, Minog or not Minog? You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.